Hey, it's your girl, Ashley Gray, coming to you with another episode of Girl Code 101. Today's topic, why me? Stay tuned. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Girl Code 101. If you are a first-time listener, welcome. I'm so glad that you decided to put Girl Code 101 in your ears. If you are a returning listener, you already know how this is about to go. So, for those who do not know, I just finished a seven-week series called That's On Period. And if you have not heard the whole series or you only heard one or two episodes, please go back and listen to that series. I got so many DMs, so many, oh my God, Ashley, that that series was for me. I got so much good feedback from that series and I'm grateful that I was able to um, be able to share that. And it, it turned out to be so awesome. It was supposed to be six weeks, but then I was informed by my teens that I was saying it wrong instead of saying period. You're supposed to say period with a T. So that added an extra week And I think that extra week helped wrap up what the entire series was meant for. So I was grateful for that. But today I want to talk about um, a topic that literally came from a meme that I saw this week. It was a picture of SpongeBob where he was like really teary-eyed. You know, when he gets those really big teary eyes and the caption read, why do I have to be the one to break all these generational curses and all of these things in my family? Why me? And I laughed, like low-key, I really laughed. And I was like, yes. And then after I stopped laughing, I got serious about it. And I thought about it, I was like, yeah. Why, why me though? You know what I'm saying? Why am I the one to break these generational curses that my great-grandmother or my grandmother or my mom didn't break, you know, or, or my great-grandfather or my grandfather or, or my dad or, you know what I'm saying? Like, why do I now have to deal with this? And, you know, for people who are just kind of like generational curses, like, you know, I don't believe in curses or, you know, generational, whatever. If you don't believe in generational curses, it's, or if you are looking for a different phrase, you know what I'm saying? It's things that have been passed down. You know what I'm saying? When, when you think about inheriting things, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that's been passed down or given to you. Um, but the reason why you'll hear generational curses is because a lot of times it's things that were passed down that were things that never got solved and really just became bad things that have, um, just kept coming down and nobody ever, um, dealt with it. So what ended up happening was there would be something and they never dealt with it. And then they, um, give birth to another generation and then they would pass those same traits down because they never learned anything different and they never overcame um, that curse you know quote unquote curse and so then they and then that new generation gave birth to another generation and because they didn't know how to handle it they passed it down and so then it just kept being passed down and passed down and passed down and nobody ever dealt with it you know what I'm saying so some examples of like generational curses would be like, you know, um, being an alcoholic. If you have like three or four generations of alcoholic and here you are and all you've seen is alcoholics, 
you know what I'm saying? You're trying to figure out, okay, um, can I can I get a little lit at a birthday party or, or no, can I just have a beer? You know what I'm saying? Cause you're just kind of looking like, Oh my gosh, like this is three generations of alcoholics. Or, um, if you look at, you know, people in your family who are, you know, really prone to, um, committing crimes and just wanting just, you know, they, somebody in your generation, they, they stole something and it felt good and they just kept kind of doing it and they never broke that habit. And so then it passed down and, you know, that generation saw that person steal and, you know, so then it just, you know what I'm saying? It just keeps coming down and keeps coming down. And so then it becomes a thing of like, here, here you are, you know what I'm saying? You might be generation three or four and you're looking at all of this before you, you're trying to piece together what you're supposed to do. And in a lot of those, a lot of times, those types of things come up to you and almost kind of like they present themselves to see if you'll take the bait too. And it's, and, and it's difficult because a lot of times we do things or we try things in our life as just experiences because we're just like, oh, well, I've, you know, I've never done that before. And then it ends up becoming sometimes the norm or it becomes a habit or something that you do now it may it may not be the best choice it started off small you know what I'm saying and then it becomes a thing of where it's gradually growing into something that is detrimental to your life and to whatever you're trying to do and so then you you know you're carrying this now and you've added on to the generation and so it, it becomes so difficult and so for example like how I think that why it becomes a thing of why, why not me? You know what I'm saying? The, the meme was like, why do I have to deal with this? But my question today is why not you, you know what I'm saying? You have the choice to decide what path you're going to take and you don't have to accept the things that were passed down three or four generations. You don't have to accept it. Um, an example I've heard before where it talks about two brothers and, they lived in the same house, both had the same parents and their father was an alcoholic. And one brother became an alcoholic because he said, that's all I ever seen. So that's all I ever knew. Then you had the other brother who never touched a drop of alcohol in their life. And when they were asked about it, they would say, well, I saw my father and how he was. And I knew I did not want to be like that. And so a lot of times we have to look at the past generations before us and see what were those generational curses and either if they haven't come to us, how we can prevent them coming to us, or even if they have approached us, um, ways to get away from them now. So for me, when I, when I found out about, you know, generational curses, and then I was listening to this pastor named Pastor Michael Todd, and he talked about, you know, generational curses and how, you know what I'm saying? If you don't deal with it, it's going to continue to pass down. And I began to think about it and I was like, well, what are some of the generational things, um, in my family, you know? And so, um, I looked at my great grandmother and she had kidney problems. And then my grandmother, she had kidney issues and it it caused congestive heart failure. And my mom also has kidney problems and is on dialysis. And so I was like, oh my gosh. And see, it doesn't always have to be like a, a a habit that you just, you know, you just pick up, like, um, I'm just picking up alcohol or I'm just picking up, um, being ruthless with money. It could be something that is, is health wise, 
you know what I'm saying? Great grandmother, grandmother, mom. That's three generations of kidney issues. And here I am, the fourth generation, you know? And it's like, okay, Ashley, so are you going to drink and eat everything that would totally mess up your kidneys because everybody, the three generations of women in your family have kidney problems or, or, or are you going to drink water and try to eat the foods that are necessary to help um, with maintaining healthy kidney function because you don't want that to happen. You see what I'm saying? So I, I looked for those things. I definitely, I looked for any type of way to know what was prevalent in the generations before me because I wanted to make sure that I was not becoming the fourth generation of this situation and then passing it down to the generation after me. Somebody has to be able to step up and say, this stops with me. Alcoholism stops with me. Poor diet stops with me. Reckless spending stops with me. Having multiple sex partners stops with me because it's not something that I'm going to do or, or experience because everybody else did it. And, and see, that's, and it's so funny because we tell kids this all the time. We say, you know what I'm saying? If, if, if your friend told you to go jump off a bridge, would you jump? Like, of course not. Of course I'm not going to jump off a bridge. But when you look at, you know, I'm not going to jump off a bridge with my friend, but if my friend skips a class, I might. You know what I'm saying? It can't be like that. It, it it can't it can't be like that. It can't be. Oh well, um, alcoholism is a big thing in my family, but it's not going to be my thing. I'm I just I just drink a little bit on the weekends. I just get a little turned up on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not careful, t- turning up on the weekends will literally be like turning up uh Monday afternoon on your break or Tuesday when you get off work and then next thing you know you have created this perpetual living of alcoholism so it just it has to be a thing of this generational thing has to stop with me and the reason why it has to stop with you is because now you know better if you're listening to this episode I have officially um totally wrecked your excuse of, well, this is something that happened in my family, or I did, I didn't know that this was a generational thing. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, those generational things, especially if you've seen them, because now you're starting to think about them because that was my thing with me. When, uh, Michael, Pastor Michael Todd was talking about generational curses, immediately my brain began to turn. And I was like, what are some generational things? You know what I'm saying? Your brain is probably turning right now. What are some generational things? What are some things that you've seen being passed down from your great grandmother, your grandmother, your mom? You know what I'm saying? Even if you don't have access to know um, that far, you know, about great, about your great grandmother, I was blessed to be able to have, you know, relatives that remembered my great grandmother and that being one of the things um, that they remembered. And so my whole thing was just like, I want to know so I can prevent it from happening to me and not just me, but people, my offspring that's going to come after me, you know what I'm saying? Or even if I don't have any offsprings, if I have cousins that have kids or my brother, um, he has two daughters and my sister has, you know, a daughter just looking at those things. Like I don't want to allow them to have to go through things that were generational because 
we didn't step up and say, okay, yeah, we're done with that. So overall, my question is, we say, why do I have to be the one to break the curse? This is difficult. This has come down four generations. How am I supposed to do it? Why me? I guess my, like I said, my question I'm proposing to you today is why not you? Why, why not be the, the first one in your family to go to college? Why not be the first one in your family to own a business? Why not be the first one in your family to have a healthy relationship? Why not, why not you be the first one in your family to say that they've accomplished this? Why not? Why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not you? Because these last couple of generations, it didn't happen. Probably at some point, everybody was waiting on the person before them to get it right. So they didn't have to go through it. You you know what I'm saying? Man, I hope she gets it together. Cause I sure don't want to have to deal with this. Like, Oh my God. Like a lot of times generational curses have come down because people have waited or they've seen it and they didn't know how to deal with it. Or they were just like, this is the way our family is. And I hate that so much. Oh, our family, all we do is, you know, we're, we're just like this. This is how we are. So, you know what I'm saying? And then, then what? Everybody in your family is reckless with money. So that gives you the, the open opportunity to be reckless with money. Because then it's not a, you are reckless with money because you were ignorant because you didn't know. Now you're being reckless with money because you're making an excuse. Oh, my family's like this. So it is what it is. So why not you be the first one to have a healthy understanding of money and budgeting and saving and, and, and being a steward over it in a way that gives you the opportunity to be afforded more onto what you have. Like, why not you? So when I come back, I'm going to give you some tips on on how to help you be the one to break the generational curses. So you may be the first one in your family to X, Y, Z, but it's hard, but it is not impossible. And I think that that's where, and a lot of times people give up because their mindset is this is too hard. This isn't just, this isn't uh, just putting the cigarettes down. I've been smoking for 10 years. I've been smoking for 30 years. How am I supposed to just stop? This is difficult. And so a lot of people, they turn around, they walk away. And then instead of trying to deal with it, so the ones after you don't have to, they just deal with it and then it gets passed down. But we're going to stop that. I'm going to give you some tips on how to help you be the one, you. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. Hey, guess what? You now can advertise with Girl Code 101. Go to Girl Code 101 Podcast at gmail.com. That's Girl Code 101 Podcast at gmail.com. This gives you the opportunity to have your ads running up to four Girl Code 101 episodes at a time. And it just all depends on where you want your ad to go. That's Girl Code 101 Podcast at gmail.com. I cannot wait to collaborate with you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So previously, I spoke about generational curses. And the first thing that we say is, why do I have to be the one to break this generational curse? And like I said before, I'm 
proposing the question of why not you? You may not feel like you are. It may not seem like it to you, but you are strong and you are able to break those generational curses. You want better. You deserve better. And I know for some people that deserve kind of hits differently because, you know what I'm saying, you probably have gone through different things and you may have seen a lot of things um, and you may have heard people say things to you that you don't deserve it or you're not worthy, but that's a lie. And it's your girl, Ashley Gray, telling you that you do deserve good things to happen to you. You do deserve a healthy future. You do deserve the things that are good. Everything that is good, you deserve it. Okay. And a lot of times we have to break those generational curses because those curses are tied to things that do not benefit our lives, but actually take from our lives. So it is important that you be the one to break those generational curses. Okay. So here's some tips to help you in this process of overcoming these generational curses. Number one, you need to find out what that generational curse or curses are, okay? This is the biggest step. This is the first step before you do anything else. You need to find out what the generational curses are. Like I said, for me, I asked. I wanted to know. I wanted to know how far back this issue went. Only, Unfortunately, I could only know up to my great-grandmother, but that was still very helpful because like I said, that was three generations of women with kidney failure. And so for me, that let me know I need to definitely, 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 definitely focus on making sure that I take care of my kidneys the best way I can. I, I'm in a little mini of unofficial official water competition with, um, uh, <laughs> with, uh, my, um, with two of my, employers from work and I have a 64 a 64 ounce bottle and my co-worker shout out to Miss Amanda and Miss Denise hey they <laughs> we have a 64 ounce bottle and I think Miss Denise has a gallon and the goal is to drink to get a gallon done a day and we have the little bottles where it has the time you know drink some water at 8 10 12 2 4 6 and 8 and so we make sure that we you know we drink our water, you know what I'm saying? And so it's so helpful sometimes to, to look over, like to work and look at my bottle and then look over at Miss Amanda's water bottle and she's further than me. And I got to remember, okay, hold on, hold on. You need to drink, drink some water. So, so it's important to know what it is so you can know how to combat it. Okay. If alcoholism is a really big thing that has been passed down from generations to generations, you need to be mindful of if you do consume liquor, you need to be very, very, very careful about your consumption and how often you do it. Okay. Because you have to, and it, it, let me just pause for a second because I feel like somebody is probably saying that's excessive. That's not true. That's not, um, that's not even a thing. So if that is your opinion, that's your opinion. I mean, I don't know. I thought, I don't know if anybody thought that this was going to be something I was going to make a big thing, but no, this, that is your opinion, but I'm speaking to the ones that are tired of seeing the same results 
generation after generation after generation after generation, family member after family member after family member, and then it comes to you and you don't want that life. Sometimes it requires not being able to say and do everything that everybody else does because that would be something that could possibly be an issue for you. Okay. Everybody, you can't, you cannot go out and spend money every weekend at the mall. Okay. Maybe they can, maybe they can afford it. Maybe that's not their thing that they have to deal with, but you have three generations of people, of people in your family that do not, do not know how to balance money and they live paycheck to paycheck and they don't know how they're going to make ends meet. And they don't know how to make ends meet, not because of just, you know what I'm saying? Not making enough, but because when they get their check, the first thing they go do it is blow it. And then they're trying to figure out how they're paying bills. Okay. Everybody, all your friends at school, I'm sorry. They can't, they can't understand why you have to go to practice three or four times a week. They're not going to understand, but you understand because you know that this is a sport that you've been wanting to be good at since you started. You've been wanting to do track. And every single generation before, you couldn't do sports because they were doing other activities that were detrimental to their health and detrimental to their future. So you can't go off campus. You know what I'm saying? You can't go off campus and go smoke with your friends. You've got practice. You've got practice because this is the sport you worked hard to get into. And you've seen people in your past and and you've seen family members or heard family members going off to do the same thing. It's generational. You can't always do what everybody else is doing. Okay. I'm not trying to make it seem like your life should be boring and you should sit in the four walls of your house. But what I'm saying is if you know things have done damage to your family for generations and here you are the third or the fourth or the fifth generation, here you are and you see those things, that's not something that you should want to turn to because you've seen the results of that in other family members. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? You need to find out what it is what that generational curse or curse is, is because I'm telling you guys, sometimes there are families that are battling more than one generational curse and yeah, I'm just going to leave that alone. So find out what it is. Number two, are you already dealing with it? This is one of the things that I'm so grateful for that I'm not the three generations of kidney failure in my family. I'm 26 and currently have no issues with my kidneys. So currently I am not dealing with it. Okay. But if you are dealing with it, whatever it is, there are, there are various steps to help you get through it. Okay. If you're dealing with alcohol, there's AA. Okay. If you're dealing with, um, learning how to balance money, Pinterest is amazing. YouTube is amazing. If you know friends who just happen to be accountants, that's amazing. You can always get with somebody that, has had that experience and that has overcome it and you can go to them because there's this crazy thing of not wanting to ask people who have already succeeded how to help you there people literally people will literally be like oh well yeah I know she you know figured it out but I don't want to go ask her about it no 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 those are resources okay if you know somebody 
who has overcome the whole concept of blowing money and they have a strategy for how they do it, go and talk to that person. Okay, go get information, go get tips. Okay, if you don't know somebody, like I said, Pinterest, they have a variety of different ways to save money. All these different DIYs. Um, If you go on YouTube, they have different various people who give you little life hacks on how to save money. Like even TikTok, y'all. TikTok, you can literally go on there and people have made videos of how they managed to set up how to not blow money. Okay, so there's no excuse. Like the internet... TV apps have given us no excuse for some of the things that we continue to do. Okay. So the second one is, are you dealing with it? If you are dealing with it, like I said, resort, there are resources to help you, um, overcome it. If you are not dealing with it or are not dealing with it yet, you still need to be mindful of what those are. Okay. Be mindful of when you get an extra hundred dollars on your check. If you know that you're used that you're used to blowing money and people before you're used to blowing money. Okay. So make sure you pay attention to that. Okay. And number three, this is so big. I love this. I, I use this tip a lot. Think about your legacy. The reason why I say why not you is because you're give you have been given the tips now to combat this. And at some point, your legacy that you leave behind when you're gone, either they will have to deal with this or they won't, or it'll approach them, but they will already know better. You know what I'm saying? So think about your legacy. Think about what you'll leave behind. Are you just going to be that fourth generation that's dealt with this? Or are you going to say that this stops with me and I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that it stops with me? You know what I'm saying? So think about what comes after you. And I think that that is the most selfless thing we can do because a lot of time we're only, we only think about ourselves at the moment and we're like right now, just me, me. But what about after you, when someone speaks about you? Can they say, yeah, well, she was, you know, she did the same things too. Or can they say she didn't let that take over her life? She did not do the same things that relatives before her did. She was, she was different. She didn't let that dominate her life, you know? So it's just really something to think about. So let me just review. Number one, what is the generational curse or curses? This is really important where you can do um, a lot of digging in your family history. Uh, talk If you still have some elders in your family, first of all, you are so blessed. And two, talk to them. Sit down. Like, I'm telling you, put your phone away for a little bit. And you know what I'm saying? Sit on the porch with them or wherever they are in their house. <laughs> they love to sit on the porch. Sit on the porch with them and, and ask questions. Ask about your family. Ask about your family history. Ask about your family, your family health history. You know what I'm saying? Ask so you know, so you don't be oblivious. Ask what is the generational curse or curses that are in your family? Number two, are you already dealing with this? If the answer is yes, get help. There are a variety of ways. If you are not dealing with this, 
make sure that you continue to be mindful of different things that come just in case. Because a lot of times stuff will come up and we don't know it. And literally when you get involved with it and then later you're sitting down at the family reunion and finding out the exact same thing happened to great grandma, grandma, mom, and now you, now you're like, oh my gosh. So be mindful. And number three, think about your legacy. If you overcome this, think about the people, the children, the the conversations about you that will come when you're not here about how you conquered what three or four generations did not, okay? I'm Ashley Gray. I hope that this episode inspired you. I hope that it got your wheels turning and your brain thinking. I hope that this week you decide to sit down with an elder in your family or even someone who does know um, the information. And I hope you take it in and that you make the necessary steps to avoid being that added on generation that has to deal with these generational curses. Have a fantastic week. I will talk to you next week. Hey, so you know you don't have to wait until Sunday to hear an episode of Girl Code 101, right? Go to anchor.fm slash girlcode101. As soon as you click on that link, it will take you to any platform that you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you go. Go to any one of those links and you can listen to any episode of Girl Code 101 that has already been released. Make sure, though, that you continue to tune in every Sunday at 6 o'clock Central Standard Time to hear the latest episode of Girl Code 101. Remember, these are great tips, but if you apply them, they will change your life.